Oh, hello, Barkians, people, folks, hopefully people that have made decisions in their life that makes them happy. I am dreading, and I mean absolutely dreading going to work today. And I was dreading going to work yesterday, and I recorded a little episode, and it turns out that my mic wasn't working, and I didn't really notice that it wasn't working because I was using a different camera app that didn't have audio levels on the screen, so I missed that it wasn't working. But anyways, um, there's have you ever had someone question your work ethic just because you get sick of working and it's not really to me it's not a work ethic thing like i the the generation before me my parents their parents you know the generations before me and to an extent my generation as well because it seems like what really happens is the generations even though i grew up in the 90s and early 2000s the people that are my age they just slowly adapt and conform to their parents views and outlooks because that's that's how that works you know typically you've got the smith family and they're all either conservatives or uh progressives you know republicans or democrats or It's like a family thing. It's like you are what you grow up in. And that's why it's always surprising to see people break the cycle. Like if you've got a family that just works on their own. They're all self-made and they just like sell stuff at flea markets. Just, Just speaking off the top of my head. But you know, your chances of breaking that mold are probably less than your chances uh, of staying in that mold so you know it, it, you see it in tv shows like but my, my father was a cop and his dad was a cop and his dad was a cop and i'm a cop that kind of thing like what you grow up in what you grow up around like it becomes your way of life and a lot of people my age middle age 40 ugh, 42 are it's like i've seen them like go backwards and I, and I do blame politics a little bit for that, but just to give you an example of what I'm talking about, like I, if I could not work a nine to five, I would not work a nine to five. My sense of like who I am and pride and all that stuff, that's pride fucking with you, is my, my sense of pride is not in a, a job. It's not in... Oh, look what I did per hour, you know, for this company. Look, I I helped them, and they gave me some of their money, a little, little, little bit of their money. And I'm not saying that I don't appreciate jobs. I do. I mean, that's the way everything is structured. I don't hate on corporations' jobs. I mean, that's somebody took a risk, somebody took a chance, or had a great idea, created a company, made themselves very wealthy, and then in turn was able to provide jobs to people who are not so much a risk taker, don't have a bigger vision. And yeah, some people that 
have visions and have great worth ethics and would take a risk if they had the money to take a risk, they would do so and try to make their own company, but it just doesn't work out. You know, not everyone can win the lottery. Not everyone can win a pageant of some kind. Not everyone can win a contest. And life is a big contest of how far you can get, blah, 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 corporate-wise. But there's two sides. There's those folks who are very career-oriented, career-driven. And then there's people that I think are like me, that value everything else above their career. Family, time, travel, time travel. How am I ever going to time travel if I have to go to work? How the fuck am I ever going to go back to, you know, Marty McFly era, play basketball as a wolf? How am I going to do that? It's going to be tough. And that's, uh, you know, that's this whole creator thing. That's this making podcasts, making obscure mic videos and stuck in my generation videos and, you know, uh, obscure tech videos. And that, that's doing all that. Trying to, you know maybe catch lightning in a bottle and have a hope to not work a nine to five someday. I am fully aware that it's not likely that any of these projects will get me out of my current nine to five situation, but you know, you can't win if you don't play and I'm trying to play the self-sufficient game. And I have been for a, a good while, like, going on five years now maybe five years since I started my first podcast not real sure but man it, it is so difficult to go to work it is the hardest thing ever to wake up every morning and get myself to go oh god that was that was a little bit stupid uh, it's hard to get myself to wake up and go to work and it's not because I lack worth it work ethic it's not because i lack work ethic it's just the whole being gone and my drive which is only a half an hour which is nothing to most people but it's something to me you know it's a half hour here half hour there it's taking away from my life and life is short it's just difficult like i have and i don't again i have I, I try to do a good job, but no job that I've had in the past 10 to 12 years has given me any kind of sense of accomplishment. For a while, I was proud that I made really good money at the first job that got me into management. I was kind of proud. I didn't talk about it, but I was like internally like, I've made it. No, I didn't make it. Like financially doing well, but not, there was no happiness from it really, except for internally knowing that I didn't live paycheck to paycheck, which I kind of still did anyways. Like you think you're not going to have money issues when you make X amount of money, but you really still do because when you do make more, you spend more. But here's an example I think that anything you get paid to do is a job, right? I mean, that, that makes sense to me. Anything that you get paid to do is a job. 
So I've got one of my best friends, his nephew, has an opportunity to make like six figures professional gaming. This kid's a fantastic gamer, online, streaming, twitching, streaming, bro, doing all that good stuff. And uh, he's got an opportunity to do that for a living. Well, the conservative family around him says that's not a job and would rather him, like, do sewage removal or something, you know? Is that a job? Like, if you're not going to give gaming, professional gaming, that he would have to sign a contract to start doing, if that's not a job, how is sucking shit out of a septic tank a job? Like, what's what's the difference? Is it because one is blue collar? Is it because one is, like, gar- probably guaranteed for life as long as you do the job well? Maybe the gaming is guaranteed for life, you know? And even if it's not, wouldn't you think after the gaming has run its course, maybe, maybe his nephew, you know, gets to 40, 50, and gets bored with gaming? Then he could probably still go pull some sewage out of septic tanks I would think but in the meantime had made you know makes a whole lot of money doing gaming it's very confusing to me like they they say it's not a real job like that's not a real job like he's getting paid for it how much more real do you want you know if he's getting paid six figures to play video games like how is that not a job I think we're just so stuck in that work ethic grind. Like, again, you know, it's the old generation versus the new generation. The new generation, and I've heard every single one of my my kids, and I have a 20-year-old, 10-year-old, 7-year-old, every single one of them have said, I want to be a YouTuber or a gamer or like that's that's in their career options now that's something they consider to be an option for them as a career and guess what they are right it is an option for a career granted you have to be really good at it just like you would have to be really good at other things to get a job like to be a professional soccer player football player uh scientist, chemist, engineer, like you have to have some skill. You can't just uh, hop on YouTube, talk about weird microphones like me and uh, make it a career. It just doesn't work like that. It can, you know, catch lightning in a bottle. Still going to work your ass off. I'd put a lot of work into all this stuff. Not this. This is like how much work is it to clamp my microphone to my shit handle and drive down the road and talk while driving. Nothing else I could be doing, you know. Can't even masturbate in the car while I'm driving. It's too dangerous. This is much safer. So, you know, you gotta try. Like, if it's if there's something you want, and, and it boils right back down to that. Like, everyone telling you that gaming's not a job, you can't do this, you can't do that. Do, what? do what you want. You know, do what you want. Don't have any regrets. R-A-G-R. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Don't have any regrets. No regrets. No regrets. And if you want to be a gamer for a while, or if you 
take a temporary job. You know how many people that are blue-collar workers take temporary jobs? What about roofing? Roofers, yard mowing specialists, like, I don't know what the fucking term is right now. I'm tired. But, like, what about those people that just, like, they get work in chunks? Like, is that a real job? Since it's not consistent, straight line, clock in, clock out, 9 to 5 every day, is that not a job? Is selling lemonade by the road not a job? It's just frustrating. Work ethic is is striving to do exactly what you want to do and pushing hard for it. That's work ethic. It's not working at the fucking sewage treatment place. I mean, it can be if that's what you're proud of and that's what you're into and that's what you enjoy. And there you go, right back to it. Like, do you enjoy it? Like, I work at McDonald's. I don't work at McDonald's. But if I worked at McDonald's and I loved going to work every day why would you leave if you can make the money work to live your life why would you leave you know do what you like frustrating it's frustrating to be driving to something like I don't like this this isn't me this this isn't me at all the job I do is like the furthest thing from who I am the furthest thing from who I am but most of them would be. No matter where I worked, it would probably be the furthest thing from who I am. And that's not something I'm willing to settle on. I'm not willing to just settle on that and just do that because society says you have to. Because having money to li- needing money to live says that you have to do what provides you the most money and there's no way out. If YouTube and podcasting was giving me 75% of what I make at my current job, I'd be out. I would be out of that current job and I would find a way to make up that other 25%, probably through buying, selling, you know. I'm pretty good at finding a good deal and then flipping that deal to make a little bit of money. And by good, I mean I just I work at it when I have spare time looking for stuff that's underpriced to buy and flip on a, you know, online market for more. You know, I I am a kind of a, I'm a hustler. I would call myself a big money hustler. Comment if you know what that's from. Big money hustlers. Don't look it up. Just comment if you know. But yeah, I like to I like to hustle a little bit. Unfortunately, it doesn't get me out of my nine to five, which I'm on my way to now. And it's, it's not been fun. It's been, a, it's been, this has been, uh, this is my third year with this company. And the company has its perks and it has some good things about it. But, is that, it's, uh, this has been a hard year compared to the other two years that I was here. This one's been tough. Like everything's just getting more difficult. People are getting more difficult tasks are, are uh, being dropped down like the scope of what I do has doubled since I got there to what it is now and that's the thing too like oh do a good job we'll give you more yay hurrah it's like being I just want to control my own destiny I want to be destiny's child I want to be jumping jumping you know with happiness and 
I can't remember any more Destiny's Child songs. I was going to keep the puns going. I can't do it. Jumpin' Jumpin' is all that came to mind. There's so many more. What a great group that was. I don't know. It's rough. It's rough out here. Hopefully, I can do a little resume. Uh, I'll do a little before and after. So this is before work. This is my attitude and my feelings before work. They won't change. But maybe I'll be a little more chipper when I'm leaving work. Because I'm leaving work. Maybe I'll have a good day. I don't know. This will be interesting. It'll be the before and after. So you're getting the before. And as soon as I can get myself out of this place. And my car not going up a hill. My car struggles. Tiny car. I will hit record on the way home. And we'll, we'll see what my demeanor is like. Right now. I'm pretty upset that I have to go to work which is a daily occurrence mostly first year so it was fine I think I have a two year limit on how okay I am with going to work like I'm good for about two years and then at two years I'm like alright I'm getting bored I need something else to do so I need to find something more satisfying gratifying and this ain't it it'll do It's the best job I've had, but I view everything as stepping stones. Like, you know, every job I've left and went to a new one, which I've done quite a bit. I was at this, just this job three years, the job before this for two years, and the job before that for eight years. Eight years, that was, I can't believe I did that actually. But I'm always looking to move up quality of life stepping stones my mother-in-law hates that she thinks it's like she's you know why are you switching jobs um i had the most money i ever made made me miserable so i dropped down to less money better happiness and that worked out and then this job was better happiness and then a jump back up in money to almost what i made at the eight-year place really close to what I made at the eight-year place. Like, I'm not doing it aimlessly. I'm trying to improve my quality of life while not destroying myself financially. Nothing wrong with that, in my opinion. She she thinks it's crazy that I've switched jobs, that I've had two jobs in the past five years. That's crazy to her after having a job for eight years. Trying to improve my quality of life. Let's see how I feel after work today. Well, I must say, since it's my early day, which is when I leave at 3 o'clock as opposed to 5.10, I feel a little better. A little. Nothing great. You know, I'm still kind of not thrilled about stuff. But, you know, I I feel okay. This morning it was rainy and overcast. This afternoon it's sunny, clear skies. Well, clouds, but like bright white fluffy cottonelle clouds I uh yeah I don't know it's it's rough I I don't want to go back but I'm glad to be out of there tough man just tough can I how what what can I do you got any suggestions like get rich quick schemes I don't even want to be rich I just need to make X amount of dollars per month. See that X right there, the circle? There you go. 
Remember that? Oh, gotcha. Oh, oh. Good times. 90s, early 2000s, you know. It's going to be weird when it's like 2043 and I'm 62. That's going to be strange. I wonder if I'll still be doing this. Just much worse for wear than I already look now. Which I think if it weren't for the gray, I don't think anything else matters that much. I'm not a not a sunbather, not a leather-skinned folk. So I don't really have much of the wrinkle stuff going on yet. Of course there's like, you know, around the eyes there's a little bit of telling, you know, ageification there. But I think work is the reason we look so old sometimes. There's yet another thing to say bad about the nine to five ways of corporate America. Fuck. I found a great picture of a podcast host. Really excited to unveil that one. It's good times. The internet never loses. Speaking of which, wonder if anybody watched uh, Donald Trump's arraignment yesterday. Not that it was anything like spectacular. It wasn't. I was actually halfway impressed that like the trumpets and the anti-Trumpsters were kind of mingling in the same area, talking, being cool, being kind to each other. Granted, this is Miami, not the fucking Bible Belt. But it was still interesting to watch. It was still cool to see, you know, just a little bit of non-craziness. They were crazy. There's crazies out there. The guy in the jail get-up that had the lock him up sign, clearly an anti-Trumper, Look what's your dumb ass doing jumping out in front of the motorcade. What the fuck do you think's going to happen? You're going to get arrested. And you're probably going to get in a lot of trouble. And guess what? You fucking deserve it. And there's the problem. That is the problem. People that do not like Trump will, of course, revel in any time that a Trumpster gets in trouble for doing something stupid. But I will also revel in the opposite side of that aisle doing dumb shit and winning dumb fucking prizes congratulations dude like not even a younger guy like this was an older guy jumping out in a fucking jail suit in front of the motorcade he's lucky he's alive like they probably could have shot the motherfucker and not much would have been done about it which you know that's that's what Trump says he can do he can shoot people and, and get away with it and still win president or whatever make no mistake about it I don't care that Trump is, like, still the top Republican candidate. I actually want him to run for president. I actually want him to win the nomination for Republicans. That is the easiest path to not having some crazy fucker like him or DeSantis in the White House because I am convinced, and I know 2016 I was surprised, But I am convinced that Trump cannot win. The swing voters are long gone. The people who have regrets, they're out there. Go I drive around my hometown, which is the reddest of areas. It's a seventy seven percent, seventy six, seventy seven percent red county. Now, pre January sixth, there were still an absolute ton of flags and signs in people's yards. 
And the flags were mounted in places that were uh, semi-permanent. There was a lot of them. There was a lot of signage in between towns on like country roads or, you know, highways, houses up on the hills of highways. A lot of signage, crazy signage, like full detailed, like Trump is this, da-da-da, Democrats are this, da-da-da, and this is why we need da-da-da-da. Fucking paragraphs on big billboards in people's houses. This area I live in is fucking nuts, folks. 98% of that shit is gone. 98% of that shit is long fucking gone. You have to really look to find a Trump flag anymore. And that's in a 75 plus percent red county. Like I am very much the minority for voting the way I do. And and again, I, I don't, I'm an independent. That's what I claim to be. I will vote for anyone that I think is good. Uh, it's hard to say good for the country because it's hard to find anyone that's good for the country. But I, I will vote for the lesser of evils no matter what side it's on. Lesser of evils party. Huh. But, yeah, I, I actually want... I, I hope Trump gets the nomination. I really do. I do not think he can win. Not a chance in fucking hell. Oh, my God. His, his followers will be so pissed when he loses, though. That could actually set off... And, and you say civil war, but, like, how many people are actually going to go out and fight for this motherfucker? Not that many. A lot of them will keyboard fight for him. They'll be the warriors behind the the keyboards. But they're not going to go out and actually fight. And fight who, you know? Nobody's really pleased about the direction of this country on either side. Like, government is just totally fucking atrocious in every way and it's more outwardly atrocious atrocious where it used to be more hidden but you know there's there's still there's still a, a level of checks and balances like if you look at society as a whole pretty fucked up you know people people are pretty greedy and terrible and make bad decisions at the base of everything so for us to think that like the democratic side is like good people no nobody fucking thinks that people in general are just at least the people we know about in general are not good people it's the people we don't know about that are actually solid human beings that just want to stay out of all this shit but yeah it's ridiculous I, I watched that yesterday and I watched Trump because I can't help it, you know, it's interesting to me, I don't talk about it on social media I don't go to those depths but watching the unraveling of what this country is as far as like people go, people goes because it's just unraveling in like a, you know, oh it's okay to show our true colors, that's what I mean by unraveling, which is like a blessing and a curse at the same time, at least I know who to stay the fuck away from but watching him go to a restaurant, like an Italian restaurant or whatever he was at in Miami, and and hugging people and like fucking arms around Jorge Masvidal of the UFC, motherfucker, man, it is it is always a spectacle, always a spectacle with that guy, and it's just it's reality television, and it's like you want a reality television guy to run the country? Well, you you had it, you got it, it happened, and it was terrible 
Of course, the the people who like money more than morals, they didn't think it was terrible because you know pockets get lined, depending on who's in the in the White House. But I don't give a fuck about money. And like you know, it's it's expensive to live, and it has been for a long time. And it's you know I, you just got to make decisions. It's fucking hot dogs today instead of steak. You know, it's I'm still I'm still privileged, and I'm still completely blessed by everything around me. It doesn't matter if it's more expensive or not. You find ways to cut costs and balance everything out and yeah, it is what it is. I mean, it's paycheck to paycheck for life. Life. And it's not changing outside of any stroke of amazing luck. And uh, that's just what it is. That's how it goes. Live to be happy. Don't live to be rich. And money doesn't make happiness. I've been there. I've tried that. Talked about it earlier. The one job I've had that was a six-figure job, I wouldn't go back for seven figures. I would... I wouldn't. Would not go back for seven figures. I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. I would go back for seven figures. I would go back for a year. And I would pay shit off and set myself up better and then I would leave I would take I would do one year of misery I would one year of misery I, I could do that probably not any more than that one year of misery get myself in better financial shape and then bail that would be okay because a year will go by like that you know and seven figures is a pretty big deal I could pay off everything and buy a new house and have a little bit put back and then start working somewhere else and then that would be able to stockpile into a little more of a cushion and and stuff would be going well and better so I would go back for seven figures old job hope you're not watching this because I don't even want to be based with that or uh you know put put in that predicament of having to put the money where my mouth is so to speak but yeah that's a good question for you folks out there. Like, would you do an app? Would you would you do the thing you hate the most for a seven figure salary? And how long would you do it? It's kind of like I've, I've told my wife this a whole lot. Like, I I would not want to be famous. I I think that would ruin your quality of life. Seriously, just wouldn't want it. Some people can handle it. Some people are made for it. I'm not. But if I did get, let's, let's just say, you know, somebody said, hey, we watch your YouTube channel. This is very, very fucking hypothetical. Hey, we watch your YouTube channel. We think you'd be really good in movies. So would you like to do a movie? Yes, I will do the movie. Sounds good. I would make my bank. Um, again, just like me working a seven-figure job, I would do movies until I knew that I could then go work a regular job and live really well for the rest of my life and every, you know, have everything mostly paid off, house paid off, just paying, laying taxes and shit. That, and then I would quit and I would fade into obscurity. I would probably obscure one of my favorite words. And then I would, uh, I'm sure I would have to go through some shit, sort of like a, Macaulay Culkin style thing like oh he was big for exactly a minute and then he 
said, fuck all this, I'm out, which I don't know if that's what Macaulay Culkin did or not. Like, you know, you would have to live with that. There would be some residual effects. But for the most part, I think if you got in and got out, I think you'd be okay. Like, who bothers Rick Moranis? You know what I mean? Like, he did he did some movies and he quit acting. Who bothers him? I don't think anybody really bothers him. And I am certainly a Rick Moranis type. Like, they're not going to follow me because of my looks. They're not going to follow me because of my body. They're not going to follow me because of who I'm dating. Because I'm married and, you know, the plan is to stay that way. For life. And, yeah, it would just be... I'm okay with some short-term pain for some long-term pleasure. Yeah, who's not? But answer that question. The thing you hate the most, or the thing you don't want to be the most, like what would compromise you as a person the most as far as a career or an amount of money being earned goes? How much would it, co- how much would it take to get you to do it, and how long would you do it? I'm just curious to see what people's... Uh, you know, counterbalances. That's me. I like, I don't want to do retail is where I made that six figure salary as a retail manager and dealt with people. I hate dealing with people like, unless they're my people chosen by me. Like I don't want to deal with people. I don't choose to spend my time with. So that is kind of the counterbalance to me. I'm very private sort of, Like, I really only hang out with my wife. Sometimes I sprinkle in a few friends. Rare. Very rare. Very rare! But yeah, answer that question for me. And, uh, yeah, we'll get on to the next episode. And give me ideas. What should should we talk about for an episode? Lo and behold, like, I thought this would be the kind of... I should have turned back there. Oh, fuck. Slow traffic. Anyways... I thought I'd never run out of ideas on this. That's not true. I'm already running out of ideas. So, if you got any ideas on talking points, let me know. Let me know, let me know, let me know.